Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Well, we really come into this story of St. Mary Magdalene in media res. Uh, if you aren't familiar with her story, uh, you might be confused. And even if you are, um, you might be wondering uh, why we jumped right in in the middle of Easter. Um, when it's not Easter at all. Uh, that's because we are celebrating the Feast of St. Mary Magdalene today, uh, known by the church as the Apostle to the Apostles because of this story from the Gospel of John. Uh, and one thing I often wonder um, whenever I hear this story, whether it's Easter or during this feast day, is why did Jesus choose to appear first to Mary Magdalene? Uh, because we know that he could kind of pop up wherever he felt was best after his resurrection. Um, he could have he popped right into the upper room. He could have, I don't know, he could have gone to Pilate and been like, what's up, dude? <laughs> you, you didn't, it didn't work. Uh, he didn't do that. He came, he came to Mary weeping at the tomb. Uh, and I do think that he has a reason for this. Um, Mary Magdalene is present in all four Gospels at Jesus' uh, resurrection. Um, either by herself, like the, she is in the Gospel of John, or as a group of other women, um, often including Jesus' mother Mary, uh, at, at the empty tomb. Um, and these women, Mary included, are the ones to bring the news that Jesus has been raised to the disheartened and cowering male disciples. Uh, and <laughs> I'm just saying, they did, they, did, they did great once they knew what was up, but they had a moment after the resurrection. They were struggling. It was hard for them. I understand. I think that if I was in their position, I would be very disheartened. Mary Magdalene is a stronger person than most of us will ever be. But in order to understand kind of the context of this, it's, I think it's good. It's good for us to tell this, what we know of Mary Magdalene's story. Because uh, for one thing, there's just a lot of misconceptions about about. Uh, St. Mary Magdalene 
Um, and forgive me, all of you who have been attending this church for uh, nigh unto many years and know this story very well. There are some people who are new or might need a reminder, so I'm going to tell it. Here's what we know about St. Mary Magdalene. We know that she was a woman who lived at the same time as Jesus in Judea somewhere, maybe in um, Magdalena, which was a fishing town, hence her name. Um, Maybe not. We know that Jesus healed her um, of seven demons. Um, So demons in the ancient world were thought to cause physical and mental illness. So we don't know exactly what was going on with her, but whatever it was, it probably was pretty bad, and she probably was suffering a lot before Jesus healed her. Um, But Jesus did heal her, and she responded to this experience by becoming his disciple. And we also know that, uh, according to the Gospel of Luke, she and other women um, supported the ministry of Jesus from their resources, um, because being an itinerant prophet does not pay the bills. Um, So, Jesus, like a levity aside, like Jesus really relied and and the early church came to rely heavily on women who had resources and who the the liberating message of Jesus really appealed to um, to get the church off the ground. So we know that Mary was supporting Jesus financially um, and that she faithfully came with him throughout his ministry. And we know that she was present at his crucifixion um, and So she really stuck with him throughout, all thick and thin, all of it. Um, And when he does appear to her, all he needs to do to make sure that she knows who he is, uh, is to say her name. So I just imagine how close that they must have been for that to be the situation, for, for him to be so different that she couldn't recognize him at first, but then to hear that beloved voice saying her name, Mary, that was all she needed. Um, and the, the Gospel of John does not include, um, nor did any of the others, include any hesitation on her part. So Mary went from being totally distraught, grief-stricken, and possibly despairing to fired up, empowered, and just giving witness to Jesus' resurrection in like two minutes. Which is, again, Mary is a stronger person than most of us will ever be. I, I think her, she is an incredible example of how empowered you can be if you really believe the good news of Jesus Christ. Uh, And so every year we celebrate her feast day and we talk about her and we think about her and why uh, she is such a good matron saint for this community. Uh, And this year, what I, what I would like um, us to think about and the intention I'm going to carry forward from this St. Mary Magdalene feast day is this sentence that she has. Um, she busts into the upper room where the disciples are huddling and cowering, like I said, and she says, I have seen the Lord. And um, th- we don't have the, what happens next, um, uh, which is that Peter, no, no one believes her. Um, and different, in different accounts, um, they, one of the Gospels, and I, I can't remember which off the top of my head, um, says that they dismissed, they dismissed this as like the foolishness of women, which is, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of women in the congregation nodding right now. That's not, that's not a great look for them. Um, but in this, in this, in John's gospel, Peter and John are like, this is too good to be true, but I really want this to be true. So they go like booking it to the tomb and they have this like foot race 
um, to see if they can get there, who can get there first and see that Jesus is not in the tomb. And then they're just wondering until Jesus does eventually appear to them. Um, But this, this, this way that Mary Magdalene, who I think her ability to believe that Jesus's resurrection was real, that she wasn't hallucinating or, or, or it wasn't wishful thinking, comes from her lived experience of the healing and transformation that is possible um, with Jesus. She herself knows what it's like to go from being totally helpless, hopeless, broken, ostracized, suffering, to, to being in, in a relationship with somebody who can bring you that healing that you need and give you new purpose to your life. So when he appears to her and says, Mary, this is what's happening, she's like, okay, yeah, sure, because I, I know what it is possible for you to do. And, you know, some of these other disciples, I'm sure they'd seen Jesus, they'd seen Jesus' miracles. But uh, what I would like to speculate is that she, it's different when you've experienced it yourself, in your body. And whatever was happening with her was healed by Jesus, and that's why she knew that, th- that what he was saying was true, and what gave her the courage to go straight to the other disciples and say, I don't care what you think. I don't care if you believe me. This is what I've seen. And there's a lot of stories about St. Mary Magdalene after this. There's not a lot of historical record um, because we, we don't have a lot of historical record about many of the disciples, um, even the men. Like, we just don't really know. There's a lot of beautiful stories about her, um, some of them which we're familiar with um, because of uh, Father Bruce and his pilgrimages there to, um, they, some, of, some say she ended up in southern France um, and became a preacher, teacher, and, and sort of like um, monastic there. Some people... Um, said some legends say she ended up in Ephesus with, with Mary, Jesus's mother. Um, there are other records of someone named Miriam or Mariam, which would have been like the other, pronu- the, the Aramaic for her name, um, teaching and having followers in the early church. Um, and some people assume that that was her. So we don't really know, but I think we can be assured that she spent the rest of her life do- saying the same thing. I have seen the Lord. And what I would like to say today to you is here in this community, this is our spiritual heritage. This is a place where healing and transformation happen, just like in St. Mary Magdalene's life. And I can tell you because I've seen it myself. I, here in this place, have seen the Lord. When we had the most horrific year last year, the faithfulness of this community continued to show forth the love and power and presence of Christ. Even throughout all of it, I have seen the Lord. When I got the news that I was going to be a parent on Friday and, and, uh, and went to the hospital to meet my baby on Monday and had to go on parental leave on Tuesday, and this community showed up for us and just showered us with love and held us in, in the, the palms of your hand, I have seen the Lord, that is Jesus at work. When, when we had a beloved parishioner dying and our musicians pulled together at the last minute to go and give her a concert to make her last days on earth more wonderful and, and so that she could feel our love, that was Jesus at work. I have seen the Lord here in this community. And what I know is that we're gonna keep doing that. We can continue to witness in this way the love of Christ in this place, online, in our community, in the world this year.
And I can only say how grateful I am to have been witnessed to by this community. I have seen the witness of St. Mary Magdalene here in this place, and I cannot wait to see it show up again and again um, as we step forward into this new season. So let's all pull together. Let's keep doing what we've been doing. And, and I hope that we can all say, I have seen the Lord. Amen. Amen.